0: blog talk radio
1: hello everybody and welcome to the yarn thing podcast with marley bird i'm your host marley bird you can catch the yarn thing podcast live every tuesday morning at 10 o'clock mountain time that's 12 o'clock on the east coast nine o'clock on the west coast and 11 o'clock in the midwest if you are anywhere else in the world and would like to join us live for the broadcast please google what time 10 o'clock Mountain Time is for you. I do live in Denver, Colorado. You can come and join the fun. We do a live broadcast, which can be listened to from your phone over off of uh, Blog Talk Radio. Uh, It'll be just blogtalkradio.com forward slash yarn thing. Or you can join me on the Facebook Live on the Marley Bird Facebook page, where it's sort of the behind the scenes of the Yarn Thing podcast. It's really just it's the camera on me as i'm interviewing the guests so as much fun as that is <laughs> you're welcome to join us over there and that's actually where the chat room is as well um there are many people that join me there and participate and uh we, we they talk a lot in the chat room there so it's a good time uh so many different ways for you to listen to the podcast and hopefully you will find one that is great for you and you will join in uh just a reminder Every show I've done for the past 10 years is archived so you can go check out all previous shows over on iTunes. I do believe and um there's a variety of shows, many many different guests and you'll hear many different iterations of the podcast itself over the last 10 years, different different um gosh uh sound qualities different ways i've interviewed i mean just it's changed over the last 10 years just as i have but uh, i'm still going strong still enjoying doing the show and i hope all of you are still enjoying watching or listening to the show so this is exciting i'm going to say thank you to our sponsors buffalo wool company creative bug aaron lane Bags, craftsy.com Stitches events, and last but not least, Red Heart Yarns, where I am the proud national spokesperson. You can learn more about my sponsors by visiting marleybird.com and clicking on the sponsor menu, and there's a direct link to each one there. Please go by, say hello, and tell them thank you for sponsoring one of your favorite podcasts. So hello, everybody. I hope you're doing well this Tuesday morning. It is a little bit later in the day uh, for this start of the show than normal, but uh, that's all right. It actually worked out well for me. It was nice kind of not starting until noon my time versus 10 o'clock. It gave me a chance to really get the morning stuff put together and uh, jump on here. So maybe I'll just make a mental note of that in the future. Maybe 12 o'clock would be better for me. I don't know. Anyways, (laughs) I am so excited about today's guest because like many of you out there, I've been a fan of hers for a while. And it's interesting because whether you're a part of Ravelry or you're on Pinterest or you're on Facebook or Instagram or whatever it may be, um, you'll you'll see pictures of her, her designs, her daughter uh, that I'm assuming is her daughter, and uh, you know just some some wonderful things. And it even gets the interest of I'm I'm gonna call it, I'm gonna call them the Muggles, okay? So even people who are not knitters or crocheters. Look at her images. Look at her designs, and they are all about it. And so, I am thrilled to have the owner of the Velvet Acorn on the podcast today, Heidi May. So, hello, Heidi. How are you?
0: I am great. Thank you. Thank
1: you for having me. <laughs> I am so excited you agreed to come on the podcast. I mean, I have wanted you on the show for a long time, and I didn't know how to get in touch with you. And um, Caitlin actually was the one. She's like, "Do you want me to try?" And I said, "I would love that." And so it's. It's a pleasant surprise to have you on the podcast. Oh, you're so <laughs> sweet. <laughs> it's true. And thank you for taking the time to jump on with us today. I know that you are a busy working mom and and have mom duties as well. So I can appreciate that. My three are on uh, fall break this week. And, Boy, let me tell you how much um, fun that is! <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I, I know what that's like. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Anyways, so Heidi, um, I I am so excited to literally just learn more about you. And I t- joked around with a guest last week that this really is like it's getting coffee. It's like a first date and really getting to know you. And so, just like any first typical date, you know, you say where are you from and what do you do? Yeah, and if yeah. you're like me. Um, even if it's not a first date, the first time you meet people and you tell people you're a knitwear and crochet designer, they're like, yeah, Oh, yeah. really? Like if there's there's always right. a story yeah. there, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm yep. gonna ask the same of you. Where are you from and how did you get started into this crazy wacky world of knitting and crochet? <laughs> well, um well,
0: I've
1: always, been, always into, been into uh
0: making and creating, and creating. things ever that since that was I was a little kid. A little, yeah. Um, I am from Washington State. Um I really started, um, let's see, crocheting at about 10, and then I started knitting uh, about when I was 20. And then when I really started taking it on and really honing in on all my, I guess, different techniques and stuff, was when I had my first daughter. uh, I was always searching for specific looks and pieces to put on her that I just it's like they were always quite there, but I just was like, I just want it to be this. And then I just started to make things for her and people were interested and it just kind of blossomed from
1: there. <laughs>
0: That's so I cool. I people so had you,
1: ask where I bought it. Yeah. yeah. Had you ever written a pattern before? Or were you just like, you know what, I, I, you know, I, I've been doing this so I long.
0: self-taught. Yeah, I'm self-taught on everything, but I did a lot of research. I, I kind of am like that, and I just really studied um, the layout of – and everybody kind of has their own – style and techniques and I just really had knit and crocheted many other people's designs like countless amounts and so I kind of knew the basis and kind of the ground of you know how they were laid out and just kind
1: of made my own style from there built my own. I love it I love it there are so many of us (laughs) in this industry who are all self-taught like I only know literally of maybe two, maybe three people who are, like, officially taught designers. Everybody else is very much self-taught. So you're in very yeah. good company. Um, what That's good. It's trial and error. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What yeah. part of Washington do you live in? I love Washington.
0: We live over on the peninsula, so um, across the water from Seattle, out in um, Pauzo, so a little out there.
1: Oh my gosh. I love that whole area. My husband and I want to move there when the kids graduate from high school. Like love it. It's love just it.
0: so quiet. And yeah, we, oh, do. we
1: love it perfect. too. <laughs> it's perfect. All right. So here you are. So it's the necessity is the, the mother of design, right? Is that kind of how that saying goes? Yeah. And you're, yeah. you're making these great things for, for your, your kid. And um, mm-hmm. people are asking you, where did you buy it? And so what was your next step? Were you like, well, I could, you know, I can make this and I could sell these and, you know, finish patterns yes. or finish pieces? Or did you say, I'm going to write patterns? Like, actually, what was your Oh, yeah. Go ahead.
0: Well, I started actually uh, making them and selling finished product. That's where I started. I started, I had somebody um, along the line. have you ever heard of Etsy? And I thought, well, no, I haven't, you know. And so then I did the research on that and looked into it and really tried to figure out what that was all about. And I thought, well, I could try listing a few items and see how that goes. And that was fun. And I did good. um, A few, a couple Christmases, actually, my mom even helped me out. And we, we got so flooded that we were trying to keep up and it just got, you know, a little over our heads, but we made it. And then um, uh, I want to say a year after that, I had a gal say, have you ever thought about uh, writing patterns for any of your designs, I would love to make some of them. And I thought, well, I, I've never thought of that. And so then I started doing the research on that and I thought, well, I'll start and just throw a couple of them out there that I know are tried and true. And, and then it just kind of went from there and everybody's like, oh my gosh, we would love this one and that one. And so then I just started
1: <laughs> oh my doing gosh.
0: all of them. And then, yeah.
1: <laughs> I love it. And how long ago was this? Did I miss that part? Um, I... I, this is my sixth year
0: doing this since I kind of started everything. So, wow. um, yeah. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. I love it so much. I love it so much. <laughs> um, so here, so how many children do you have now? Are you two, three? I have three. I okay. have three. I yeah. have
0: a 20 year old son, um, who he's amazing. He's, he's such an inspiration. He has, he has the best personality and he has always, Willing to help in any way that he can, he often will photograph me. Uh, my children and I all are the only people that do this together, so we photograph each other, including my youngest, which is five. And then I have uh, a daughter that's eight and a daughter that's five, and we all take turns in front of and behind the camera. I love it so much. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love that. Oh my gosh, I love that.
1: That is so amazing. So here yeah. you are because I know there are other people out there probably in a similar boat where people love the designs they're doing and they're making them um, I, I, like ready to wear. And it becomes right. very hard to do that. Very hard to keep up. Um, I actually was talking to Tamara from Moogly the other day about it, where that's how she started. And she ended up just making the same blanket over and over and over. she was like, I can't, right. I can't, I can't anymore. Um, and so the transition, I think, Going, going from ready to wear to writing patterns and and trying to kind of I don't want to say just make a leap but making a change can be scary. Yeah, definitely, you're it making is. yeah, you're making money, making mm-hmm. things, but time is of the essence. And I mean, we all know we're not getting paid a decent hourly wage for the most part. Usually, when we're doing things like that, um, right? So for you. I'm assuming I'm, I'm making an assumption here that you don't make things uh, ready to wear anymore. It's, it's all for uh, patterns. Is that right? Yeah. Currently I just
0: do the patterns. It doesn't mean, Oh, I don't know that I ever would do the other again, but I have to um, uh, save my arm the best I can. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, Right. And
0: your hands get so tight. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You're moneymakers. So how did you (laughs) talk, talk to me about that transition? Like, or talk to people who might be in the same boat that you were in back then.
0: Um, it is scary. I, um, I guess, uh, gosh, I wish I had like better advice or better. Um, literally, I just started um, small and I just uh, started lifting my patterns one at a time. And um, I guess the best advice is to not give up and uh, just keep listing them and keep doing it because um, you just never know when something might pop up and all of a sudden people are like, oh my gosh, I mean, you could have had it in your shop for Months and then all of a sudden it's like oh my gosh I've never seen this all these you know everybody just all of a sudden finds it so yeah my best thing is to just always keep going forward don't worry about what's not happening just worry about what you're
1: trying to do and where you're going
0: that's really truly the best <laughs> that's a
1: great piece of advice that's a great piece of advice um, so another yeah. question I'm going to ask you because it's usually the uh, follow up question to uh, for people who are in that boat is okay so if mm-hmm. I'm going to transition do I start a blog? Do I put patterns out for free? Do I sell patterns? You know, like, um, right. Did You have that same discussion with yourself. Like, you know, do you, do you do free patterns? Do you do only sell patterns? Like what, what's your business model? Cause I, that's the thing is everybody has their own business model and it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that one they way do. is better than another. It's just that it works best for you. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I do offer a few, I do have several free ones and I do those uh, through Ravelry. And then sometimes I've done, where you list a pattern and then it's free, like for Black Friday, I did the patterns free just for Black Friday, and then they were purchased after that. Or I've done them where you release two of them, and if you buy the one, you get the second one for free for a limited time, like certain things like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and it is always nice to put a free one out there once in a while because it's nice to just have your, you know, have everybody be able to try it out if that's what they want. You know, um, I understand not everybody can afford, you know, patterns i try to do my best to keep them in a reasonable price range because uh, i know that that's a deal too and i do offer pattern packages through etsy so the more you buy the more you save that kind of stuff i try to
1: do that yeah okay. great i love it i think you do i think you're doing a brilliant job i mean i i mentioned at the start of this podcast that people have probably seen your designs and they don't realize that it's you this is what's going to be funny is the people that are listening they're going to be like oh i got to check out who this lady is and then they're going to see something like <laughs> Maybe the, 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 like, I don't know what it's called, like the snood sort of thing, like it's the hood scarf thing with the, with, you know, like the ears and whatnot. And people are like, oh my gosh, she did that. So <laughs> bringing me to sort of the photography side, which you already talked about is, is, an, is a family affair. um yeah. One of the wonderful things about your photography is one, it's so spot on. It's so on trend, perfect branding. Like you've done a spectacular job with it. Spectacular. Like it doesn't matter what picture it is of yours. I can look at it and I know it's yours. Like that's, that's hard to do. And you've done a very good job with that. But we have got to talk about where it all started with you because I, I'm assuming, as I said at the start, that that's your daughter. And oh my gosh, she is a stunner. And she is she's memorable. It's not just your designs. I'm not taking away from your designs, but it's, It's the whole combination. Oh, my gosh, you hit it out of the park. (laughs)
0: Um, Well, I've always had a passion for photography. I have a huge – I always have. And I love that it's like one of the very few ways that you can capture something and go back to it. It's like one of the very few ways you can be like, oh, my gosh, remember this moment and this time, other than your own memories. Um, And when I I do photography or when I think about how I want to photograph something, I – there's such, for me, uh, it's a feeling more than a um, than a snap. I uh, There's a feeling that I always get when I'm always like, yeah, that's the feeling I love versus the look. I don't know how to explain that. That sounds funny.
1: <laughs> no, I understand. But,
0: yeah. yeah, and I always love to capture or try, uh, all my children, I try to capture their own personalities because they all are unique in their own personalities so much, and I really try to, capture that my youngest being a really silly heart imagination filled she has so much um sass really (laughs) and i love it and i always try to grab that and then my other one is um a little more reserved but she has so she's very deep and very um she's a very heavy mind she's very deep and i always cap i always try to grab that because i love that about her too (laughs) i
1: love it i love it it's it's so great like you're the photography you've done is seriously a spectacular job. Even on Instagram, I've, I've been following your Instagram for a while. And um, it's, it, it, I don't know. It's very cohesive. It's very good. Mine's all over the place. Mine's, I don't know what I want to be. It's, <laughs> it's so indicative of my brain. It's ridiculous. And my my assistants are out there going, oh yes, that's absolutely true. Like I am all <laughs> over the place. But it's like, you are so consistent and steadfast in and just perfect in, in everything that you are presenting and it's I love it so very much. Um I especially love the stylings that you do, the way you style the pieces together um on on your children or on you or on whoever. Uh yeah. like do you have a stylist? did you like what what's your process with that? No, uh no
0: I don't. <laughs> it's just me. Um actually when I um so let's say if I design my two pieces which i usually always have a knit one and then it's sister and crochet um i'll lay the two pieces out of my bed and then i'll just get pulling close in the closet and i'll i'll put them all together until i like um how it looks <laughs> and then usually my daughters are like do we have to wear all those different versions <laughs> <laughs> and i'm
1: like no <laughs> so that's, <funny>. awesome. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome I love it. Good. That's actually the perfect segue, because that's one of the questions that uh, we got on Facebook. People were, we asked people what they wanted to ask you, and they love the fact that you often have a knitted ver- a knitted version and a crochet version, and so they kind of want to know what your your process is for that, because sometimes it's not as easy as it might sound to get a crochet version and a knit version to look so similar, Right. Uh, so people want to, yeah. they, they want to know about that. Yeah,
0: I'm definitely honing in on that and I'm not getting better at uh, them being um, as close as i possibly can but like you said it can be difficult because you know both look so different um it really depends on the design i'm i'm working on sometimes i do the crochet one first and then the knit or sometimes i do the knit and then the crochet it really um i don't it depends on which one comes to me easier sometimes i'll come up with a design and i'll just be like oh my gosh i can i can really blast that out in this and then i'm gonna have to you know, rechannel and angle it to get it over into the, you know, the other
1: medium. But
0: right, Um, I just love both so much. And I love what both bring to the table.
1: And I, I don't have a preference, personally. <laughs> you are my people. I'm the exact same way. Because mm-hmm. I'm a knitter and a crochet. I, I say I'm bistitual. And I love yes. both. I love both crafts, like each one. I mean, I just, I just, I love them. I think it's it's amazing. So I love that you're doing that. That's actually something I've wanted to do for a long time to grow and and do that more on my own design side. But, like, it's for whatever reason, it's because, I mean, I'm, I, so this actually, this is a great segue to the next question. So I do a lot of work for books and magazines and stuff. And so I, I will do my own published patterns, but not nearly as, as prolific as you. You're amazing at it. And so, one of the reasons I've not been able to do a lot of one knit one crochet is some of the magazines is that they don't they don't want that like they don't want right. it all the time like they have a couple people that they do don't. it consistently for them, but they don't want that, so mm-hmm. it hasn't been a big part of my business um whereas mm-hmm. you have really grown and blossomed and done such a great job literally on your own like that is that is huge and major props to you because that's a very difficult um in my opinion, very difficult business path to go on sometimes because you, know, you do have to, for the most of us rely on trying to get money from other places. But I think that holds because of your designs and your aesthetic and everything about it is so spot on. You don't need all this other stuff. All this other noise is what I'm going to call it. You've done such a great <laughs> job building it on your own. How do you stay motivated? And, um, and, and like how many pa- I mean, there's so many questions here all in once. I'm just asking you so many. No, you're but fine. how do you how do you stay motivated? How many patterns do you churn out a week or a day? Or how often are you knitting or crocheting stuff? Do you have helpers? Do you yeah. have tech editors? Like <laughs> I know so much so much. <sighs> um, I'm pretty tenacious. That
0: I really am. Um, I I wouldn't I work every single day, um, but I do like pick out moments in the day where I'm not working. Um, My youngest daughter just started school this year, so it has allowed me to work during the day, and then I have the evenings with them, uh, which has been so great because I've had to, you know, angle it a lot differently prior to that. Um, I don't really know how – I don't have a set, like how often I put patterns out, but I'm always working on them. I literally have notebooks of drawings of so many designs I want to do, and if I could knit as fast as my mind – thought of designs I would be putting out one a day probably <laughs> wow. but um yeah I um I, I always have at least going and then I always have like my dining room table literally has work all over it and I have like the yarn with the drawing and they're all stacked like this one next or that one, you know and I just yeah I always have it going and both of my do- well actually all my children know how to knit My son knows how to do both, and my daughter's one alone how to crochet, but they can both knit for now. So maybe I'll have them start someday.
1: You can create your own sweatshop one day, right? Yeah. I'm I'm trying to do that, too. No shame. There's no shame in that. My kids are upstairs right now. I handed my daughter a yarn and, and some needles. I'm like, I need a scarf, and it's just garter stitch. Go. And she was like, okay mom (laughs) I'm like please just make it (laughs) so yeah I totally am 100% there with you oh my gosh I just I you seem like a woman right after my own heart like everything everything it's just it's exciting like I just don't know how we haven't been friends before now because it's like I, I I don't know I don't even know where to begin um with with I mean I've got so many more questions uh, let's talk about yarn because your yarn choices are spectacular um, and you tend to go a lot with a lot of neutral colors. Is there like, is that because you gravitate towards neutrals or do you have a different reasoning for that? Um, so there's like a couple of questions there. What kind of yarn do you choose and how do you go about the choosing the correct color for what you want to make?
0: I gravitate towards whatever draws me in and I absolutely am a neutral, natural girl. I often, Last, because I always tell people I don't really like color. I do like color, but I, I never grab it. It's so strange. I always just tend to go to the neutrals. And, you know, um, like my son, I always tell him, oh, my favorite color is gray. And he's like, that's not a color, that's a shade. And I'm like, well, it's a shade of beautiful to me. So Yeah. I'm, and I'm not yarn picky. I like all color of yarn. I have knit with all different fibers and all kinds, and I, I like it all. It just really depends for me what the project is and that really is where I start when I pick the yarn it's like what am I making and what do I want it to look like do I want it to have to have fuzzy texture or a clean texture or do I want it to be really bulky and oversized looking or do I want it clean and to and I do swatch all kinds of things and then I see if I like <laughs> the fabric I'm getting
1: right Swatchy. Yeah. So there's, there's a key word right there, like swatching, engage <laughs> swatching, and uh, a lot of people who don't want to do that. So let's, let's kind of gear a little bit on that direction. Um, mm-hmm. How much work do you put into swatching and, and in preparation for actually picking up the hook or picking up the needles to get busy?
0: Now, that depends on the design. If it's a scarf, I don't necessarily worry about it too much because if it was a little, depending on, you know, you wouldn't want to be off by stitches and stitches. But for the most part, that isn't something that is going to be bad if it was a half an inch wider than, you know, the so-called finished product uh, measurements of the pattern. But um, when it comes to um, probably a sweater or even a hat because you want it not like so loose it falls off or... um, really tight i i will usually work up a small swatch just to make sure i'm on point or at this point i pretty much know my gauge my personal gauge with stuff so i can kind of go (laughs) with certain hooks and needles i know where i land but um i always advise i mean i get a lot of questions like um throughout people will ask oh I'm having a hard time getting gauge because when I use this yarn or with this needle or the yarn has a specific gauge on it, so why does your gauge say this when the yarn states that? That's always an interesting one. And, you know, I always try to explain the gauge in the pattern is my personal gauge. When I pick a yarn with the needle I picked, this is the gauge I receive, you know, that's in right. making up the garment versus the gauge that the
1: yarn gives because yarn will give a, a gauge just so that you have a ballpark, of course.
0: Absolutely.
1: Absolutely, yes. that was a perfect yeah. explanation. That's a perfect explanation. I love this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sitting here as you're talking. I'm scrolling through all of your your patterns on Etsy, and like, I'm amazed with how many you have. Um, so <laughs> on the designer side, so this is going to be the designer coffee talk that I'm asking now because I'm like, well, you're you're putting out all these designs, and it's fabulous. But, holy moly, I don't know how you even have the time. Oh, I bet that's your son. Um, how do you have the time even to, for the layout, for the tech editing, for everything that goes in? I mean, I'm just, I'm amazed by the amount of work that you have here.
0: Well, um,
1: I definitely have a routine
0: that I do. I mean, I I usually draw them up and then I'll work on the design until I get it all done in the way I want and then I'm going to be working on the pattern you know, the first round of the pattern and then work up the um, um I moment look, look at the prototype or you know the sample and then the final layout of the you know the final editing that you do on the pattern from there and then of course the photography and then editing those and getting those added in. I um I usually dedicate or try to dedicate um one day a week until I can get it finished just to that, just to the pattern
1: writing wow. and editing and all that until it gets to where it needs to get. Holy moly. Holy moly. And then do you have, do you have like a newsletter? And then like, so when a pattern is ready to go, what's your, what's your, the way you tackle the social media or get it out there so people know, like, how do you go about that?
0: I, uh, I it on Facebook and Instagram. Really. I just rely on the people that, um, that have been with me for this whole journey or new to my journey. Really. I am, um, That's, that's really pretty much all I do. (laughs) Wow. I don't don't really have any other mediums that I'm aware of (laughs) that I know
1: about anyway. Yeah. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) I think, I think you are amazing. I seriously, I am, I am, I love it. I love what you do. I love your designs. I think they're spot on. They're just, they're so fantastic. Um, Seriously, they're absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. You know, (laughs) so, uh, in the interest of like pitching my own stuff, I have my own yarn line coming out. I would love to send you some because this is—I would oh, like to nice. see what you do. And I have gray, and I have all sorts of neutrals because <laughs> <laughs> I love neutrals. That's... I love color, and I love neutrals, and so I have the perfect combination of both. I want to send you some yarn, okay. you know. Was...
0: <laughs> I, I love that. Would be fun,
1: <laughs> right? Be yeah, that is the thing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> It's been a learning experience. It's it's a lot of fun though. It's a lot of fun. So I uh, when I go to photography shoots with the models and such, usually they're trying on the stuff. They love everything that they're wearing. And then they often they're like, oh, can I take this home? And I'm like, no. So you have <laughs> your girls, and they're they're trying on all this stuff. They look freaking adorable. Do they ever? Are they like, mom, can I have this? Or you know, is this mine? Or do I wear it? Like, do they yes, want yes. to wear your stuff outside?
0: Yes. Yes, they do. Oh,
1: Especially my youngest. My little one is all about it. She loves
0: all of them. She's like, Is this mine now? Yeah, she's so funny. She really <laughs> does. Uh, my oldest one, is, sort of picking up her own style. So, you know, some of them she loves, and some of them she's like, Well, that's not really my style. And I'm like, That's fine. <laughs> she's so funny. <laughs> but she goes in and out. And then my son also wears his stuff. He's so cute. He loves everything that I make.
1: He always has, ever since he was a little kid. And oh very gosh. good about
0: that. That mm-hmm. is so
1: awesome. That is so great. Oh my gosh, this is so fantastic. I've been totally ignoring all the Facebook comments. So I'm sure that there's lots of people asking questions <laughs> and I'm just like, no, I get to ask all my own questions. I'm, I get to, I get to hoard the guests today. Um, so, uh, people are commenting that they love, they love your work. They love what you do. Uh there have a couple people here that are like, Oh my gosh, I know who she is. Uh, you're just, it's amazing. I can't believe we've only really been doing this for six years. Like it's, it's your work is stunning and it's, it's so spot on. Do you ever get a chance to go to any conventions or like even crochet Guild of America shows or anything like that? I
0: haven't yet, but I would like to do that. Um, my youngest, like I said, just started school. So they're now getting to an age where maybe we could go do some of that stuff. That would be really uh-huh. fun. Um, So I would like to partake in some of that stuff eventually. Uh, Up until now, I've just been so inundated and busy, you know, know, just trying to get people we can go and then, yeah, establishing myself, I guess, kind of. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So just so you know, the Crochet Guild of America, I think they're in Portland this next summer. So that might be a good one for you to try out because it's not that far from home. (laughs) No, yeah. No, that would be great. Yeah. 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 So that might be a good one, and it's a small show, so it's a good, it's a good one to wet your feet with. You know what I mean? Because it won't, won't be like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but, Wait a um, I know, I know. But I know for a fact there's a lot of people that would love to meet you and and get to know you more. Like it's, your work is stunning, but you're sort of like this enigma of wow, how does how does she do all of this? And I mean, it's amazing. Okay. Oh my gosh, It's just I, mean, I have, like, permagrin on my face. My cheeks are going to hurt when I'm all done with this. It's nuts. Um, so a lot of your stuff that you have uh, is for, like, children's, toddlers kind of sizing. But you do have adult size stuff. Um, I do. Me, so when I started designing, because I'm, I'm self-taught, too. I had to learn everything and, and from sizing to everything. And uh, did you find any difficulty changing up, like, understanding different slopes or different measurements or like how did you go about that process of transitioning from kids to adults or adults to kids or whichever direction you went
0: um I I didn't really have a lot of trouble I really went off of um sweaters that I had of my own and I liked how they fit and then I kind of just uh went from there I'm like well if I am this size and I like to wear a sweater about that size then you know this is how many stitches I would need and to, to do that I'll you know I kind of just I'm, I love math. I've loved math since I was a kid. I mean, when I was a little kid, I thought maybe I was, I really wow. like numbers, and my oldest daughter is very, she does math for fun, so. <laughs> wow. Our family. Yeah. We're very, So that's where she does. She's like, can you print out math sheets for me? And I'm like, really? You could be coloring? And okay, yeah, sure, I'll print out math sheets. So <laughs> You're yeah. doing
1: something right. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh, that's good to know that you like, because um, there are people who probably are struggling with that. Of, you know, I don't know how to do the shaping or, you know, because it's just it can be a difficult, yeah. a difficult task.
0: Um, it can, and
1: kids are built
0: a little different than adults too.
1: So sometimes yeah. that can be, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. I love this. I love this so much. I mean, so <laughs> out of all of these designs that you've done, so you have four hundred and forty-five designs on. At, <laughs> Holy moly. Holy moly. What would you say, um, and maybe there are two different ones, what would you say is your most successful, and what would you say was your most favorite to design? Oh, my goodness. I really wish I would have known that. I know, right? Um, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, well, I would have to say that um, – My hooded towels, they're very popular. People love them for adults, for kids, for husbands. Uh, So many people like to wear them to sporting events, to schools. They make mascot ones out of them. I've seen so many cool variations of those done. Um, So I know those. People love those. They just do. They love them. And kids love them. They love having their moms make them in many different colors, or can you make it into this animal or that, or Halloween costumes. I've seen, seen so many neat things yeah. made. Um, so, oh, my gosh, I have design. Now that's a tough line. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I love all of them. You know, it's funny, Um, uh, when I design, I love every step, and there's many, Um, from drawing it up. My my children, are all, they all like to draw, but when I'm drawing designs, they always love to watch me, and they're like, oh, what's that one, and what's this, and I love that so much. And then um, seeing it come to life when you're knitting it up is so
1: fun, too. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite.
0: (laughs) That's so hard. How
1: about this? What's one that you find that you wear a lot of your own?
0: Oh, that's a
1: good question. Well, um,
0: um, I probably wear, well, currently I, um, I just came out with my memory sweater, and my reminiscence ones and I wear those a lot. I wear both of those a lot. They're kind of an oversized v-neck cardigan and they have the thummies in the hands.
1: Um,
0: that one I tend to wear often.
1: <laughs> it's super cute. It's super cute. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love that's one of my yeah.
0: I love I do like sweaters to fit
1: a little bit oversized really. Yeah. But that's just me. <laughs> no, that's okay. I do too. I do too. I think yeah. they're they're, they're more comfortable that way it's very rare that yeah. somebody actually really likes a sweater that's super form-fitting um which actually makes it hard for people to be able to choose the correct size to wear because they don't some people just don't understand the whole the idea of ease which is just the difference of right. the actual sweater size versus your body size and so they'll think to themselves, yeah. oh. I'm a 38 inch bus. I need to make the size 38. And it's like, no, because none of your other sweaters in your closet are probably 38s. They're probably all 42s, but you don't know that. You right. They don't know. <laughs> so that's,
0: Exactly.
1: Exactly. TV right. Things. Yep. It's crazy. I love it. I, I love your sweater designs and I think they're spectacular. Um, when here's the question for you, because I know this has been a discussion with my friends and I uh, it, it's, it's because of sweaters, very rarely will I design a sweater using an acrylic, okay? And it's just because mm-hmm. I, I, just, I just don't like to do it. So I prefer a wool right. or, or another kind of fiber. Do you have the same kind of preference or do you, does it matter to you? I would have to say I do prefer wool uh, for
0: sweaters. Um, in, uh, let's see. Do I, have, I do have a few in acrylic, but they're in the super bulky uh, yarns and those seem to work out better i don't use the worsted weight acrylic just because you can't or i find that you they don't block and drape and you know open up the fabric as well as the wools do and they yeah. just don't seem to sit the same but when yeah. it's super bulky you're not quite looking they don't they have their own way of sitting and they right. seem to sit <laughs> just yeah. fine it's
1: yeah. all right if they stand up on their own because that's the need yeah they kind of yeah, yeah 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 they do. <laughs> with you like i i struggle so i'm i'm the national spokesperson for red heart yarns and i struggle making sweaters with acrylic yarns um and some some of them i'm totally okay with uh like i just did a sweater with uh unforgettable but it's it's a different it's it's a very loosey-goosey sort of acrylic and so i feel like i got the drape and whatnot i want or um the red heart soft yarn it's it's a looser yeah. or not a looser but a shinier acrylic so it doesn't have like that stiffness so i can use yes i I've i can use stuff like that but i i really struggle with the others i prefer a wool i like being able to block and be able to get drape and, and do all that stuff so um i'm 100 with you on that uh having yeah. said that though when somebody purchases one of your patterns um do you label the like the yarn you used or like this do you let me see let me say this again do you call out the yarn you used, or do you say you're looking for a worsted weight, blah, blah, blah? Like, how does – I've never purchased one of your patterns, I'm going to admit, so mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how you write them out. Yeah. Uh, no,
0: I always list the yarn that I use pattern okay. always, and then I get a lot of emails asking um, if I would want to substitute with this, like, whether, like, my child or I are wool sensitive or – that This one, is, I just don't want to do that. So And so I always give suggestions. I, have, I always have at least you know, a few to be able to hand out, like I try this, this, or that. And I've usually had everybody um, have success with the different suggestions I throw out. But, yes, I do include the yarn that I use always.
1: Perfect, perfect. One of the questions on Facebook, uh, this is from one of our favorite listeners, Chris. She is asking, um, she would like to know which child – Oh <laughs> no! Okay, I thought she was saying which which is your kid's favorite, but no, she's saying it's like you asking which is your favorite child. So I'm gonna I'm gonna change it up. Do you have, do you know which one your kids, which design of yours, are your kids' favorite?
0: Well, um, so yeah, let's see. My um, my youngest daughter, she loves my. It's called the kiss, and it's a uh, it's like a pink fuzzy. Uh, sweater that it kind of hangs loosely in the front. That's her favorite. She calls it her fuzzy pink sweater. She just loves that one. <laughs> oh, that's um, cool. My, yeah, yeah. And my son definitely is a beanie guy. Um, he, he wears all of them. I don't know that he has a favorite, but uh, he does wear all of his beanies. And then my oldest daughter, oh, let's see. What would her... She... That, that's a good question. I don't know what her favorite one is. She does, huh. I don't know that she has a favorite one. That's so cool. She's I love like I that. Yeah.
1: The the kissed sweater that you were talking about, I love that shape. Yeah. I actually just sketched sketched out something with that kind of the long droopy shape on the front. Like I love that. That's yeah. one of my i do too. so kind of like a scarf hanging down in the front sort of yes yes you know what and for a big girl like i'm a bigger girl and so it it adds it's a great way for me to get the perfect fit for like the back and my and my arms and such but allow for right. um extra ease and stuff up around my my chest area my front without well, yeah. doing all that yeah you know what i mean it's, it's like it just makes things it looks really good. It's a very flattering style. They're Anyways, flattering. So, yes, they yeah, are. Yeah, very, mm-hmm. very good. I love this. This is so much fun. This is so much fun. Um, <laughs> I feel like I should ask people what more questions are, but I keep wanting to ask you my own questions. Um, okay, I'm going to scroll up and see <laughs> what they <saying> here. <laughs> Let's see here. They are, they're all saying hello from different parts of the world. Uh, big fan, big fan, which is awesome. <laughs> Let's see. Let's get on here. They, they're saying that your patterns are gorgeous. And, um, let's see, the, I have the Flynn, the Phelan, Phelan Fox Cowl. Yeah. Phelan. Okay. Somebody is saying, so Mary Carol is saying she has the Phelan, Phelan. Whoa. I can't say that. I don't know why. Phelan Phelan. Phelan Fox Cowl, Phelan Fox Cowl (laughs) pattern to make for her (laughs) sister. She thinks it's so cute. This is so fun. So um, what are you working on right now? Like what can we look forward to between now and the end of the year from you?
0: I, and of course I don't have timelines, but I am working on, right now I'm working on two sweaters. I just cast off the knit version and started the crocheting one yesterday. And then I have, um, I'm swatching for a couple cape patterns that I have. And then I'm hoping to do, I have um, scarf that I'd like to do, and I'd also like to do, if I can get uh, some slipper socks, because my oldest daughter wants a pair of those, so I was like, hmm, so I started drawing up ideas for that
1: last night. (laughs) Very Um, cool.
0: Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see where the
1: year takes me. I love that. I love that. Um, One of the questions that is asked is, um, somebody wants to know is it possible for you to take more pictures on some adults so that they know how the design is going to look on an adult versus in a kid versus a kid? And I will
0: definitely, I'm working on that. I actually have been uh, testing out, taking pictures of myself, (laughs) and I'm getting better at that. So that hopefully I can start implementing that into my uh, business as well. Um, I do like having both of my daughters in school and then my son works full time. It's left with me. So I'm like, hmm, how can I do this? And I'm getting good at that. So hopefully, I can start adding more of those
1: in so everybody uh, can see them on their dogs. Awesome. I'm having so much fun talking to you. <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> the feeling is mutual because this is great for me. Absolutely. Uh, this is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> have to put you on the spot, but no. Um no. it's the time in the show that we give away prizes, and I know that you have some prizes that you're gonna give away. Um, one to call in listener, to a call in listener, and one to somebody who leaves the comment. Do you wanna let them know what it is you're giving away? Yes, I will be giving away two of
0: my three pattern packages that I offer on oh, it. Very me, sorry.
1: cool. That's all right. Yeah. So if you guys couldn't hear that, Heidi said she's giving away um, two sets of three pattern packages that she offers on Etsy. Um, so if you are listening live right now, pick up your phone and give us a call, 347-539-5589, 347 539 5589. When you call in, you will be placed on a switchboard that is just right here on my screen, and it just has all these phone numbers, and it just shows me all these people that are on hold. Um, So you just kind of hang out there and wait for me to maybe randomly select you as the winner. And if you are not listening live, don't worry. There's always a chance for you to win as well. After the podcast, you can go over to marleybird.com and look up the show notes for today's podcast with Heidi May of A Velvet Acorn, and you will find a brief synopsis of the conversation, some links, um, some images, all that good stuff right there. So if there was something you might have missed, chances are you'll find them over there in the show notes. And at the bottom of the show notes, you will leave a reply. And this reply on those show notes is your entry ticket, so to speak, for your chance to win your very own um, three pattern package. So the 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 comment will include a keyword that Heidi will give us here in just a minute. And so once you've done that, that enters you for a chance to win. So about three to four weeks after the original air date of this podcast, we will go back to that pod to that uh to those show notes for that podcast. Randomly select a winner from the comments that are left on those show notes and that will be the prize winner. So for example, several weeks ago, let me get my little list up here. We had the lovely Michelle Hunter on the podcast from um the Knit Pearl Hunter YouTube channel. She's fantastic, wonderful designer. She works a lot with Schiselle. I just, She's one of my favorite people in the whole world. And so she is giving away a copy of the Best of Knits book that she did with Skisels. And so the keyword was building because it was the building blocks, remember? And so the comment winner is Karen. And Karen's comment was, I love Michelle Hunter's building series. I can't wait to look into more of her Books and catch up with her sometime at Knitting Temptations. I live in Chilcoth, Ohio. I don't know how to say it. It says she's an hour south of Columbus. Go, Buckeyes. And so, woohoo, go, Karen. Uh, Caitlin will send you an email after the podcast today to let you know that you're the lucky winner and get your mailing address and phone number so that way the book can get sent out to you right away. So, that's as easy as it is, you guys. You will go to the show notes that are available on marleybird.com find the show uh with Heidi May a Velvet Acorn leave a comment that includes a keyword that Heidi's going to give us here in just a minute and that's your entry ticket okay so Heidi what should their keyword be um I the keyword is
0: inspire I inspire. chose that because I can only hope to inspire others and my children inspire me every day <laughs>
1: I love that I think that's brilliant <laughs> Fire is your keyword, everybody. So make sure you use that in your comments. I want to remind you once again, the comment must be left on the show notes over at MarleyBird.com. We love your comments on Facebook and on Ravelry and on Blog Talk Radio, but those are not enters our entries to for your chance to win. They must be left on the show notes because that's where we go to randomly select a winner. Okay. All right, so Heidi. I'm going to go over here to the switchboard of Blog Talk Radio, and you have 29 callers, quite a few people who want to call in and win a wonderful prize package from you. So what (laughs) I'm going to do is I'm scrolling up and down all of the callers right now with my mouse, and when you tell me to stop wherever my mouse stops, that will be the lucky winner. All right, so that's area code 302. I'm going to click on this. Area code 302, are you there? There she goes. Oh, that's you. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm fine. (laughs) What's your name, hon? I'm Mary Alice. Hi, Mary Alice. You okay, honey? You sound like you're about to have a heart attack. (laughs) No, I'm
0: okay. I'm just excited. (laughs) Very
1: cool. So, Mary, say hi to Heidi. Hi.
0: Hi, Enjoyed listening to you. you. Thank
1: you. Very cool. Mary, where are you calling us from? Bear Delaware, Delaware. I don't think I've ever had a caller from Delaware before. That's fantastic. Do you make a lot of? Are you a knitter or a crocheter? I do both. Oh, very. I have about about choosing between the two. <laughs> very cool. <laughs> very cool. Um, have you had a had a chance to take a look at a lot of Heidi's designs? No, I haven't. I was just about to get on the internet and do that. Oh, you just <laughs> wait. You're, you're going to be just blown away. She's got some amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. <laughs> um, and then, lucky you—you you have won a pattern package of three patterns. Heidi, does she get to pick those, or do you have those pre-selected? No. no, she can pick any three she would like. Oh, it just got real up in here, Mary. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how you, do I select them? So what you will do? Go check out. Uh, or go check out her. Should she look at Etsy? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So you'll want to look at um, the Etsy page. We'll put a link up on Facebook and on the show notes. Check out all the designs. Pick three that you like, and I'm going to have you email me winner at yarnthingpodcast dot com,
0: and in okay. that
1: put put the three that you like, and then I will forward that on to Heidi, and then I'll let her take care of it from there.
0: Okay, great. All right, all
1: right. Winner at yarnthingpodcast dot com. Okay. Okay, I got it. Thank Perfect. you. Hey, <laughs> thank you for listening. Oh, I've been enjoying it. I'm a new listener, and I've been enjoying your
0: podcast. This is about the third or fourth one I've listened to.
1: Hey, well, it's your lucky day. Maybe you should go buy a lottery ticket.
0: Oh, it sounds (laughs) good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we'll talk to you again soon. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you. I I think that's the favorite part of the whole podcast is when we get a giveaway <laughs> prize. I love it so very much. Um, so she's cute. so cute. She's like, hello, hello. <laughs> so awesome, so awesome. Oh my gosh, Heidi! Seriously, I have so enjoyed today's podcast. And my husband and I get up to the Seattle area at least once or twice a year. So one of these times, I'm gonna have to just say, hey, let's go meet up somewhere. That sounds great. Okay. I think that it'd be cool. Fun. So. Now- I'm an official stalker, so <laughs> you can be like this. Marley Bird chick won't leave me alone. <laughs> I love it. I, you know what? I wish you such great success in everything you do. I love your style. I love everything you're doing, and I'm just, I'm just in awe of your talent. And I just, kudos to you. I think you're amazing. Thank you so Thank much. You're so wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it's true mm. it's so true so if people want to follow along with you and find out what you're doing obviously they could check out the etsy shop which is the velvet acorn but on facebook do you have a facebook page do you have twitter like where else can they follow yep. you i have
0: a facebook
1: page i have twitter and i have instagram perfect and what's your is it a velvet acorn on all of those yep yep the velvet acorn on all of them i love it i love it well uh congratulations once again on all of it i can't wait to see what else is coming out your way i mean it's you're, you're amazing to me absolutely amazing to me
0: <laughs> so thank you so much <laughs> it's been so fun to be here i feel honored to be chosen to even star cake so thank you so much for having me truly oh, well,
1: thank you well, you're welcome to come back anytime you want if you have anything going on <laughs> where you're like hey I just I'm gonna put this book together or whatever it is, you just give us a call. You come on and just say, Hey Chica, <laughs> let's let's talk. <laughs> okay, that sounds great. <laughs> All right. It's, a it's okay, a All right, Heidi. Okay. I had such a great time. Thank you for coming on the show and I hope that you'll come back again soon. All right. Have a great All right. Day. You too. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye bye. Oh my gosh. Can you tell? I just love her so much. You guys. Oh, I just feel like such a fangirl right now. <laughs> is this, is this what it's like? I haven't fangirled on somebody in a long time. Less, I guess the last person I fangirled on, I think was Selena Baca and I love Selena. Oh my gosh. I love Selena so much. Um, Heidi Mae is amazing. I think her work is spectacular. Her style is awesome. Um, everything that she's done and the fact she's only been doing this for six years. You guys, how amazing is that? And I mean, she has her whole family helping her out with all of this and she's just, she's doing it. She is making it happen. And um, how inspiring to see such a, a successful woman doing it. And she just, I mean, she is, Excuse my language, cover your kids' ears, but she is kicking ass and taking names. And I just, I admire her tremendously. She's fantastic. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope I get to meet her one day. Um, until then, I'm just going to continue to stalk her and, and all of her stuff because I think she is simply amazing, super awesome. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. And, uh, oh my gosh, <laughs> ironically enough, the next podcast is next Monday. Okay, so follow along with me. It's on Monday because I'm traveling on Tuesday, and it's with Selena Baca. <laughs> Love me so Selena. So Selena will be on the podcast next Monday, August or um, October 23rd, uh, because I'm traveling October 24th back to Charlotte at Red Heart to have a big, big meeting, um, and so I am not going to have a podcast on Tuesday. It will be Monday next week. Um gosh and I think that's I think that's it I think that's everything this week um let's see here I'm I'm waiting for wait waiting for Caitlin to jump on here and be like no that's not it yeah that is it's Selena Selena is next Tuesday and then the 31st we have Brittany from Be Hooked Crochet I'm excited to have Brittany on the podcast and then on the 7th I have um Oh, it's not the seventh. It's actually on the second. Uh So we will have two podcasts uh, on the thirty-first, and then on November second, I'll have Brianna Kemper on the podcast from Brianna. um From uh, oh my gosh, I just totally it's Brianna, <laughs> Brianna K Designs. Uh, I'm like, I almost called her B I'm like, no, that's not it. It's Brianna K. I love her. She's fantastic too. Uh So many good guests coming up, and I'm very excited. And it's it's a good time. It's a good time. All right, guys, I'm going to say peace out. Go take care of the chidlins upstairs because it's 1 o'clock, and I don't think they've had lunch yet. I love today's podcast with Heidi May. Thank you so much, Heidi, for joining me. Um, And uh, truly believe me when I say I wish you the greatest success in everything you do. Um, I think you're amazing. Say thank you to our sponsors, Red Heart Yarns, where I'm the proud national spokesperson. And keep an eye out for the Chic Sheep announcement. It looks like it might be going live in November. Uh, stitches. Event. Erin Lane Bags. Creative. <laughs> creative Bug. And Buffalo Wool Company. I will talk to you guys again next Monday, and I'll see you later. Bye.